I am bipolar one. Every three or four months, I check in with my psychiatrist, Dr. Heacock. He's based here in Fort Collins, Colorado. He has an incredible podcast. I highly recommend you tune into it. It's called Back from the Abyss, and it is Psychiatry and Stories. And every three or four months, I go and check in with Dr. H, just kind of give an update on how things are going, how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling anything kind of super low, if I'm feeling anything super high, and we go from there. Um, And I met with him this week, this past week, and in reflection upon that session with him, and how I've actually been feeling for the past, you know, three months since I saw him last, I came to some kind of pretty big revelations about my behavior and how I've been feeling for the past three months. And this episode is a bit of a stream of consciousness about how I've been feeling. Welcome to the Together Sober Podcast. I am your host, Louise Barnett, former Fortune 100 Global Sales Director turned Jay Shetty Accredited Life Coach. Each week, we will provide you a safe space of guidance, empathy, accountability, and support, helping you to find effortless sobriety and mental peace. You know the whole concept of paying it forward? That's exactly what Hit Subscribe does. It sends a message to the universe, to people who need to hear the lessons and the tools from the Together Sober podcast. Hit subscribe. Welcome to another episode of the Together Sober podcast, where my mission every single week is to create survival guides out of our collective stories and candid conversations. Today is another solo episode, and I've got bipolar on the brain, (laughs) Um, probably because it's in my brain. I talk a lot about bipolar, but really all I talk about is the fact that I have it, Uh, right? I talk about, I've talked before about my argument that I am bipolar versus I have bipolar. This is something that is with me forever, um, and I've just figured out how, how to manage it, but it doesn't mean that bipolar doesn't exist within me every day. And right now, this is being recorded on October 7th of 2023, I am manic. Am I crazy? Am I shoplifting? Am I spending a million dollars? Am I driving a hundred miles per hour? Sometimes in my Tesla? (laughs) Um, No, I'm not, but I'm still manic. So how does that work? What does that mean? Here's how I break it down on a really elementary level. This is what I tell my daughter. This is what I tell my husband. Human beings have a broad spectrum of emotions. It can go from zero. It can go to 10. Okay. Human beings generally 
are going to fluctuate between like maybe a four and like maybe a six or seven, right? Um, for the majority of their life. Somebody with bipolar who is unmedicated is gonna fluctuate from a zero to a 10, right? And if we're talking about bipolar one, we're talking about, you know, those main manic or manias lasting for at least two weeks or longer, those depression states lasting for at least two weeks or longer. This is very basic, you guys, like I'm keeping this very, very basic. Um, bipolar two, we're talking more about kind of the uh, hyper, right? The kind of quick flip, right? Um, between the mania and the depression. And you can get a scope of it, you know, all around. So that, that fluctuates from zero to 10 without medication. Okay, so what about me? We discovered my bipolar 10 years ago. 2000, it was 2015. So almost 10 years ago. And I've been medicated on lithium that entire time. That was my magical drug. Uh, lithium is typically prescribed for bipolar patients that tend towards the manic. So I function on my daily basis a little bit higher, right? Than the average human um, versus many bipolar ones function a little bit lower um, as their kind of baseline. For me, my baseline is some form of mania. And so I've been medicated. We've changed my dose a couple of times. It's gone up, 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 up. People always like to know. So it's 1200 uh, milligrams of lithium a day that I've been on for years. And that still means that I have episodes of depression and I have episodes of mania. And what it means is that instead of a zero to a 10, it means I'm like, more like a two to an eight. Okay. So it's, it's controlled, it's managed, um, but it's present and it's there. And I don't know how long it's going to last. So for me, the way that that manifests now under the care of my, you know, psychiatrist, my therapist, my neurofeedback therapist, my husband, right. With all of these people supporting me, I am really just operating in my superpower. And I think this is a conversation that I love to have because, because I am being responsible, because I am using medication the way it's meant to be used, because I am constantly doing the work, I'm able to experience my disorder or what I'd rather call my ability as my superpower. So for me, that means that I am waking up first thing in the morning between 4.30 and five o'clock in the morning, like ready to freaking like push a freight train away with my bare hands if I needed to. Like I am ready to go, ready to start the day. And I do. And I am like furiously accomplishing things at 4.30, five o'clock in the morning. Um, this means that I sustain this level of productivity throughout the entire day and am hypervigilant, am hyper-focused on whatever it is that I'm looking to accomplish. 
And right now I am just in the throes of being in love with the work that I do for Jay Shetty. And I am obsessed with it. And I just like any second or moment I get to work on something, talk to somebody, create some kind of spreadsheet, create some kind of SOP, whatever it is I'm doing, it just never stops. It literally never stops. I'm highly productive. Um, I have had for the past two months record-breaking results to what I'm doing as a result of this just like energy going, 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 going. Um, it means that I literally have my foot on the gas from 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning and then 8.39 o'clock comes and I would normally be like crashed out asleep. And right now... I'm pushing the limits a little bit on that. Um, I am actively staying awake on my phone, watching TV, talking to my husband till closer to 10 o'clock at night, which is very late for me normally. Um, unmedicated, this would actually look like me down in my office at 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning working on things and being productive, okay? So you can kind of see that's the difference between, okay, what's a 10 and what's an eight, right? Um, when I am manic, I am a little bit more impulsive. So I'm going to probably pull and Paul, if you're listening, just like block your ears for a second. But uh, I would imagine that my Amazon bill for the past, I think it's been about six weeks or eight weeks now is pretty high. Now, again, that's the difference between the eight and the 10. Okay. Yes. I'm buying like nail polish that I wouldn't normally need on Amazon, but a 10 would be me back in 2007 when I ordered a dog, like a live dog, like not a human being, but a live human dog on the internet. Okay. So that's the difference between an eight and a 10. I am more likely right now to feel good about myself physically. So typically I run around the house just wearing like literally sweatpants and a sweatshirt, just staying comfy cozy. Um, right now I'm in a new pair of jeans that I bought. Okay. And I've done my makeup today and I've done my hair today and I'm kind of feeling like a million bucks today. As a manic person, I speak extremely fast. I always speak extremely fast. That's part of who I am because I, I, like I said, at my baseline, there's always some kind of that little like small mania, but right now it's like, I just don't stop. I just don't stop. And I might go from subject to subject to subject to subject and just change and change and change and change. It might sound a little bit disorganized, a little bit chaotic. Maybe I sound like that right now. I probably do. It also means that I am more likely to engage in activities outside of my home. So when I'm feeling depressed or when I'm just kind of like not, not in a manic kind of way, I tend to just be a homebody. I tend to just really love the comfort of my own home. But right now I've got us booked doing like all these things, like let's do play dates. Let's go to the farm. Let's go apple picking. Let's take pictures. Let's and it's like, go, 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 go. Okay. Now the difference again, between an eight and a 10, I am keeping busy doing these activities. They are healthy family, social activities. A 10 would look like, oh my God, let's go like on an overnight to California right now. Pack the bag, pack the car, let's go. 
and I've been there and I've done that. So that's another difference. I like how I feel right now and that's okay. It's gonna change. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. I'm waiting for something to trigger me or something to happen or maybe just for this to fade away and don't know if I'm next in line for a depressive episode or if I'm just gonna go back to baseline. Is there medication that I take when I'm in that manic episode? No, there's not medication that I take in a manic episode. Is there a medication that I take in a depressive episode? Yes. If I decline to a depressive episode after this manic episode, I will be receiving ketamine treatments from my psychiatrist to help me in that, get out of that depressive state. So this is my superpower and I uh, embrace it when I feel like this. I am proud of it when I feel like this because I know that I am handling it responsibly. And I know that if I start to not handle it responsibly, because that's part of the disease, right? If I, for some reason, start not handling it responsibly, already every single person in my circle has got my back, right? My husband knows what to look for. My psychiatrist obviously knows what to look for. My therapist who sees me every other week knows what to look for. And my neurofeedback therapist who sees me every week knows what to look for and can make adjustments in my neurofeedback sessions. So because of all of that, and because the trust I have in my family and my circle, I don't think I have a choice but to just embrace it and be a fucking badass. There's no shame about this. None at all. This is who I am. And I might be a bit extra. I might be a bit much for people. Um, and if they love me for who I am, then they're my people. And if they don't like it, then they're not my people. And that's okay. Manic Louise has like breakthrough, amazing, creative ideas on a daily basis. Like my brain, similar to an ADHD brain that it's just like, they call an ADHD brain, uh, a brain, like a race car brain with tricycle brakes. That's my brain right now. It is just going and going and going with a million ideas a minute. And the second I think of an idea, I have to execute it. I have to do it right then and there. And to the outer circle, to the outer world, it looks like I'm a superhero. It looks like I am producing, you know, what somebody could produce in an eight hour workday. I'm producing that in two hours. That's what it looks like from the outside. To me, I'm just in the middle of it and I'm just executing and I'm enjoying every second about it. This isn't true of everybody in a manic episode. A lot of mania can include a lot of anger and rage. And that has been me in the past. 
But right now, it is that kind of stereotypical, happy, elated, excited, let's go energy. So welcome to my brain. Welcome to my world. Uh, Of course, I'll do an episode, um, you know, if and when this shifts. Uh, Interestingly enough, you know, manic episodes can last months, years, um, if you're bipolar one and I'm bipolar one. So this isn't something that we think is going to be gone in two weeks. Could be. It absolutely could be. Um, The other thing that happens when I am manic is very physical kind of spiritual signs. So I call it an aura, but I kind of get this halo around my head. Um, It's kind of a, a vision of light and it kind of rests on my eyelids and I can, I can feel it and I can see it and not a hallucination, but it just an aura. Like I would describe it similar to uh, somebody that knows they're about to get a migraine. People who are about to get migraines, get auras. That's really exactly what it's like um, for me. Um, when I am manic, I recognize that I need more sleep, but I know that I'm not getting it. So I tend to kind of always have this like, like in the back of my eyes, acknowledgement of tiredness. But my body is still just like going, going, boom, 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 punching back, go, 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 go. But it's like, I can feel, especially over time, it's been like several weeks now, like I can feel I'm getting tired. And so again, being responsible, being medicated, having so much self-awareness around this, like, I know, I know I'm going to be in bed early tonight and I'm really going to put my phone down and I'm going to try to sleep. Okay. Like I'm not going to a bipolar person unmedicated, right? A bipolar person 10 is going to just keep pushing those limits and pushing those limits and pushing those limits. But because I'm self-aware and medicated and in the care of a lot of really good people, I'm still going to keep my routine. I'm still going to do everything that I can to keep this normal. But sometimes the ideas come, the excitement comes, right? And uh, I am that race car engine with tricycle brakes. And right now it's serving me really fucking well. (laughs) And I don't want it to end. I don't want it to end. That's the whole kind of fun of it. Um, And that's why it is a superpower. Because instead of leaving my family and driving across the country with my eight month year old with a convicted felon, convicted felon, I am running across a few towns with my family to go pick apples and take fall pictures together. I'm buying extra tins of tea (laughs) instead of refurnishing my whole house. I am changing a lot of lives on a daily basis with a lot of intention, a lot of heart, a lot of passion, a lot of drive. And I'm performing at like a level that I've never seen and it just keeps getting better and better and going up and up and up. 
And I don't know where the limits are. And maybe there aren't limits. And maybe that's what I'm testing right now. How far can I take this within the realm of safety? This is the mind of a bipolar. This is the mind of a bipolar one who tends towards mania. This is the mind of a bipolar one who has been medicated for almost 10 years and regularly seeks the support of her support team to make sure that she's safe. And this is my superpower. I would not trade it for the world. Thank you Together Sober for coming inside my brain today. You'll hear from me next week with another story. If you're still listening right now, I'm going to assume that you really liked this episode. And if that's the case, can you please go ahead and rate and review the Together Sober podcast? What this does is organically puts the podcast into more listeners' ears, thus creating more lasting and effortless sobriety and mental peace for others.